you for joining us for the Help for Wounded Spirits broadcast. We exist to help those wounded and suffering through life's trials. Here is our host and best-selling author, Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you, folks. We certainly hope this finds you well and in the arms of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We are wound up. Here we are in the life of Christ. Now, Kevin tells me I'm wound up all the time. <laughs> Do you think I'm wound up all the time, brother? More than an eight-day clock. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm wound up. i got to be up front with you, man. I, I don't know how people do I tire Debbie out. I know that and uh, have been for decades. I'm just wound up, man. I can't help it. When she I was in the Army, it, though, I was wound up. You. Yeah, you guys are both wired for, for this kind of stuff. It's, yeah. I'm this, impressed. This is the life in which we live. And, and folks, I don't know if you're wound up tighter than an eight-day clock or, or calmer than a cat on a Saturday night. I don't know. But I, <laughs> I do know this. We serve a great God, and I'm thankful. Amen. And we're going to go ahead, and we're going to hit Kevin with something hard today. So we've mm. been this fourth-grade riddle thing. And, and I mean, it's it's going good. He's, he's completely changed his percentage around. He's... He's definitely heading toward 50%, and uh, I, I think he's going to get this one. So how did Joseph make his coffee? Um, the Old Testament, Joseph? Yeah. Okay. How did he make his coffee? I would have to say it was, um, yeah. man, how did he make his coffee? Um, Again, that's a tough one, folks. Yeah. Um, uh, the Bible says he brewed it. That's what, the, that's what it says here, he brewed it. Like he brews. He br oh brother. He brewed it. Now I didn't say oh, it was son. gonna be good. <laughs> I I just said that's what I tell a similar joke. How did I miss Hebrews? Yeah. I don't know. You know, I, I went by a place one time called Hebrews Coffee. And uh <laughs> I did, and it was a Christian coffee shop. Yeah. Uh, Hebrews coffee. Yeah. I don't know where it was somewhere in South Carolina. I want you to know their chai tea was powder. So they may have some mighty good coffee, but that chai, chai tea, or chai tea, uh, the man, the owner said to me behind the counter, he says, what do you think of my chai tea? And I told him, I don't know if that's the worst I ever had, but it's very close. <laughs> it's, it's a, he said, brother, how about a caramel macchiato or something? I said, let's do it. So he poured it out. So today, so we've been adding, yeah, I was just up front with him, man. I don't want the, I don't want the brother. I don't want to leave there thinking he gave me the worst chai I ever had. I wanted to leave there with somewhat of a smile. Yeah. And he did it with a caramel macchiato. But folks, uh, we've been talking about one area of PTSD every day. We started that this week, and I'm pretty excited about that. It started with Zach. Whenever Zach shows up, you got to do something like that, praise God. He motivated us. We mm, love Zach. Yeah. And shouting out to Zach. And, uh, but depression. So we're going to read here in a little bit how they fed these, all these bones and stuff are left. And these guys who doubted God, you know what happens when we come out of doubt and we're wrong? You know what happens? Depression shows up. Folks, about one out of four people in America suffer from de depression. One out of three people in colleges. Imagine college kids. It's hard to be depressed when you were a college kid. Man, I was a college kid. I don't think I was ever depressed. I think, you know, my buddy used to cover up my mouth because I was smiling so wide. And uh, <laughs> back when I was a kid, he used to say, I had to cover you up. I get you smile when you sleep, Carragher. Well, listen, man, uh, depression's real today. And the more things that are entered into this world, the more depressed. It's kind of hooked to anxiety, which we talked about yesterday. But the Bible's pretty clear. It says, come on to me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. And uh, that heavy laden, you're depressed, man. You're down. You're, you're at rock bottom. You're in the ditch. 
and I will give you rest. Casting all your care upon him, it says in First Peter, for he careth for you. So, Kevin, mm. depression can be real. Have you been there? I have been, yes, sir. You know, um, just looking up the definition of depression, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a word guy. I like to, to kind of get the, the meaning. Neg- uh, it's negative feelings that uh, uh, it affects, number one, how you feel, then the way you think, then the way you act. And I can't help thinking when, when I've been there, when I go there, what it is can be um, can get so bad. So everyone feels badly sometimes. David said, uh, why art thou cast down, O my soul? Hope thou in God. Mm. So the cast down is your feeling, but then, you know, the way you think, the Bible says that we have the mind of Christ. So the biblical approach to, you know, what we're doing is so good. It helps me so much because I can't affect, I mean, I can't change the way I feel sometimes. It may come because of a bad day in the weather, but, uh, or something I eat, but it can, if it's affecting the way I think and the way I act, then we have a problem. So when, uh, you know, what do I want? I want to be able to keep it at the feeling stage and then with biblical approach to it, yeah, keep it from affecting the way I think and then crystallizing into the way I act. And folks, sometimes exactly what Kevin's saying is our feelings can take over emotions, feelings, what we feel. I had a guy tell me one time, I asked him, I said, why are you saved? Which is a question that we should ask everybody who says they're born again Christians. I'll never forget what he said to me. He said, I went to this conference, this guy came up and hit me in the head and I flew backwards and I felt something I had never felt before. And I told the guy, I said, yeah, I was changing a light bulb and it shocked me and I felt something I never felt before. <laughs> but that doesn't make me saved. True. <laughs> it doesn't mean I'm saved. It's believing in God's word. <laughs> Whenever I see Kevin laugh. See, I'm not used to seeing Kevin laugh. He's usually somewhere in his coat. A thousand miles away. A thousand miles away. But it's helpful to see him laugh because it kind of makes me laugh. But, but anyway, folks, it's not about a feeling. And feelings can get in the way. And folks, feelings can make you depressed. And if you're not careful, they can stack up. And you start thinking about all the things against you. Well, this person did this. This person said that. Or, you know, I don't feel good about myself. I don't, you name it. You know, I mention these things. I'm not thinking of any of the 3,000 of you or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about myself and what mm-hmm. I read and stuff because we've all been there. Can I tell you, every one of us have been bummed out with the way we look, the way we feel, the way we act, the way we react, the way everybody's been been there but let me tell you what not everybody's been to god not not those people who are heavy laden you know come on to him you know go to god get some rest plug into that his thoughts toward us read yeah go ahead and read Mm. proverbs 3 5 and 6 sometime we're not going to do it now because i got to read the word of god here we're moving forward uh with the life of christ and jesus said make the men sit down now there was much grass in the place so a lot of people think uh, right at this point, it's, the Bible's pretty clear what's going on. So the men sat down, and the number were 5,000. There's something cool going on here. I remember this in seminary. He actually had the men sit down to help serve the children and the women to bring the things in, to break them up. We serve a great God. So there's at mm. least 5,000 of these. How big were the families back then? Mm. Uh, I mean, was the average family three or four people? I have no idea, but I'm telling you, there's at least 10, 15,000 people out mm-hmm. there. And Jesus took the loaves, and we 
ha- when he had given thanks, what a lesson. God gave thanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that, that's the God we serve. And when he had given thanks, he distributes to his disciples and the disciples to them that are set down and likewise of the fishes as much as they would. When they were filled, he said unto his disciples, Gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be lost. Therefore they gathered them together and filled twelve baskets with fragments of five barley loaves, which remained over and above unto them that had eaten. Uh, Then those men which had seen the miracle that Jesus said, This is a truth of the prophet that should come into the world. When Jesus therefore perceived uh, they would come and take him by force to make him king, they departed. There's a lot going on here, people. There's there's 5,000 men, their families, they're sitting down. They, they've got a handful of, of, of Texas Roadhouse rolls and a couple sardines, and, <laughs> and, and the Lord starts breaking them up and passing them out with his hands. He lets everybody eat what they want to eat. Just eat what you want. Mm. Folks, there's pigs like me out there. I mean, there's people at 12 loaves. You know, problem with only having loaves and water and fish, there's going to be some stomach problems going on out there. But, uh, you know, and all of a sudden, they realize, we want this guy as our king. He's a provider, Kevin. They're freaking out. Yeah. They want to instate him as their king. Yeah, they were they were looking after the flesh. They were looking after the sight of the eyes. That was a big, I mean, the whole this whole chapter is going to end with a, uh, a parting of ways with a lot of the crowd there because they were stuck on seeing and getting some stuff physically but our our lord just he him knowing their sorry attitude i'm talking about the thousands of people he still met their needs him knowing the anxiety that these like we talked about yesterday that these disciples were facing he still distributed and gave them um you know the five loaves and the two fishes gave the, the disciples so we see here uh, a, a, a delegation going on, the delegation of the Lord taking the small resources, giving it to the disciples, and it did not run out. The Lord kept handing, they kept distributing. And, you know, I'm just so thankful that we have a God who, if we say, I will be available not to make or to provide or create things, but to distribute what He gives me. If we make the decision to be available for distribution, the Lord will make sure that we don't run out of the things so the need is met. And uh, I think when we run the numbers too much, we start to look at the side of the eyes and say, okay, I'm not going to sign up for that kind of a distribution by faith. And the Lord says, no, I can use you by, by faith, not by sight. Wow. And, and, and you know what, folks, just... Since this morning, a little while ago, I looked at my phone. I heard from a pastor, we've collected $1,500 towards your family week. That's how God provides, folks. That's how God provides. We'll be right back. Doug will return shortly. Meanwhile, you're hearing this music while radio stations are identifying themselves and broadcasting advertisements. So think about this. Thousands of people show up and they're not let down. 
Thousands of people show up from God. I'm telling you, thousands of people show up around here for uh, rallies, for this life's matters, that life matters, uh, let's kill babies together. Uh, there's no God out there feeding people. Mm. And uh, these people are fed. And, 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 you know, there's a couple things that come to my mind. I, I kind of feel bad for the Lord. Here they are thinking that the Lord and Savior of everybody who will ever take breath, of everybody who's ever looked in a mirror, of everybody who's ever been alive, and, uh, and they're trying to make him the local king. They're trying to take this and say, man, this is some kind of magic. I just watched this God take these loaves of bread from this little boy. And by the way, he gave the little boy back all his stuff. <laughs> you know, imagine being the person that brings the food up that feeds thousands of people. That is pretty cool. Little boy's like, hey, I don't got much. You know, I got five barley loaves and two fish, and you're welcome to them. Mm. Let me tell you, that's how your heart should be. I don't have much. Just pull up a seat. This is what we got. Help yourself. One of the things I loved when we were on the road, Kevin, I know you've come across these a lot, is these prophet's closets, these missionary closets and Mm. stuff. Mm. You go to a church and the church says, hey, take what you want. Mm. And you get out in the hall, and I mean, there's macaroni and cheese, there's suntan lotion, there's everything. There's a box of pens, there's Mm. tools, uh, tools, you name it, clothes. Uh, I mean, you leave there feeling like you just won the lottery, man. And uh, they, they just want to distribute to God's people. They just want to make a difference to God's people. And I'm thinking about this little boy. And uh, I'm thinking about this little boy who, you know, this boy over here has got, you know, five loaves of bread and a couple of fish. And undoubtedly, you know, mom gathered up some things, put them in a little burlock sack for him. <laughs> Don't forget to bring that bag home. <laughs> Threw a couple fish in there for flavor and said, you know, took the head, throw it in one of them. You know, you get directions from mom, all right? I was raised by a mom. They, you get this directions. And this boy goes home with all that stuff and said, Mom, I'm so full. My stomach is so full, I need to go to bed. Kevin, think about provision that God has provided for you. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I'm thinking about the provision of the gospel. So, um, we who are born again have Jesus in our heart. And, um, you know, sometimes through depression or whatever, we don't feel them as much as other times, right? I mean, we feel like, oh, you know, where's the comfort? Where's the stuff? Where's the Jesus stuff in my life right now? Well, I'm distracted, and so I don't, I don't, I don't sense it. And the Lord's like, you know what? Give the gospel out. Well, I don't feel a lot of Jesus right now. Did you hear what I said, Lord? I can't give out much Jesus if I don't feel it. The Lord's like, you want to feel more Jesus? You, let let it come through your hands. Give it out, and I will fill you up. But how many times uh, that's the way that it played out? I remember we were planning a church, and um, had some cops in the church, some you know first responders, firemen. Um, obviously a lot of soldiers. I'm a missionary to the military. And uh, in that church plant, we did, oh, I forget, we did some kind of a uh, a witnessing thing where it was, it had to, the the theme of the year was uh, seed, giving seed or gleaning. I think it was souls to glean in 2016 or something like that. And so we had a a little contest going on, how uh, many tracks you gave out i can't remember just how we gauged it i forgot all about it till now but um 
and I remember seeing, uh, we had a police officer, a police woman in her church. She had uh, quit the police department to raise her kids. Her husband was still act, uh, was still a police officer full-time. But I remember uh, she got so into this with her kids, and she had some kids. You know, one of them was 10, 12. One of them was 8. Uh, one of them was, you know, younger than that. But I just remember uh, she got bit by this thing, and she... And her kids, they just tore the town apart, Fayetteville, North Carolina. They just tore it up with uh, the gospel. And you talk about them coming to church excited. Yeah, there's competition. I get all that. But, hey, this is Christian stuff. She's coming back. They're having joy. Her kids are fired up because why? What Jesus they had inside, they were giving out. And guess what? They were feeling it as a result. Yeah, I mean, when you... <laughs> When God gets a hold of you through some area like this, and we started off by talking about depression, and let me tell you what I've found to be the opposite of depression in my life, and that's service to God. Mm. I mean, when things are low, when you're down, when you're heavy laden, when you're singing, I'm going to the garden to dig some worms, big, fat, juicy ones, slip, slop, slimy ones, I don't know. something, <laughs> yeah. itsy, bitsy, juicy little worms. I don't know, we'd sing them as a kid. Sushi. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to eat <laughs> I ate a worm one time oh. for 40 bucks when I was 16. But anyway, oh. this is what's coming. And it wasn't bad. You know, I put some cinnamon That's and sugar on it. But it was alive. I just said, I needed 40 bucks. Someone yeah. said, I'll give you 20 bucks. I said, I'll do it for 40. But anyway, <laughs> you're 16. You need a tank of gas. And, and uh, you, need, you need movie tickets for your favorite girl or whatever. But this is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm thinking, friends. I'm thinking that when we're low, when we're down, when times are hard, there's a lot of things you can do, but the Bible told us to come on to him when we're heavy laden, when we're depressed. And the, there's an action that's got to take place. And I'm telling you this from experience. I'm telling you this from when I'm low, low, low. That's when you go to the men's prayer breakfast. That's when you, yeah, uh, yeah that's when you go out on visitation. That's mm -hmm. when you go visit somebody who's got pancreatic cancer. I mean, mm -hmm. that's when you do things for God. And you know what happens? The things of this world grow strangely dim. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, God does a work in those people. And, and Kevin, I, I think, you know, how many times have you tried to advise people? I can't mention them. Just, hey, put your stuff aside and start helping. Yeah, yeah. And and that's the best advice in the world. It makes no sense. It's it's like this chapter. that these uh, The crowd that's there does, does not feel that it's sensible. The, the disciples does not, do not feel that it's sensible. It makes more sense to look at the numbers and see things on paper, but it doesn't work out that way. The reality is you give to get. You, I mean, not, you, when you give, you get. I mean, even Dave Ramsey says you should give your first fruits to the Lord. It just works out whether you're saved or whether you're lost. It'll bless your finances, and it doesn't make sense but it's real. Brother Doug, I remember as you were talking, I was thinking about, I found myself um, kind of alone in this world at one point and uh, years ago. And uh, in that time of the worst loneliness, um, God allowed me to, you know, be parked at a church in an RV. And uh, someone said, hey, man, we're having uh, uh, Reformers Unanimous Friday night. Why don't you come and speak? Uh, yeah, okay. And I went. And I gave out, and it was just really cool. I, I preached about, you know, this kind of stuff, yeah. and it was really cool. And then they said, hey, we got visitation next, next morning. Why don't you go? I was like, 
oh, I don't feel like it. And everything screamed, don't, because nothing else is right in your life. Why do you want to try to do what's right? And uh, because life wasn't right, guess what? I still was able to make a decision. I want to do (laughs) one last thing before I die, so to speak. You know, just against all feeling, I went uh, witnessing. We went door to door. And a guy got gloriously Amen. born again that yeah. day. And never forget, his name was Lee. You talk about a guy that got put It's almost the like being saved all over again. <laughs> it was. Yeah. And I went out there and I told my family, you know, um, I said, man, this is what God did. You talk about a way to encourage your family in a oh. difficult time. They said, that's so good that you went and did that and saw that. And it, 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 was, a, it was an immediate reminder to all of us that God is still on the throne and will bless faithfulness and obedience yeah that's the god we serve i remember going to a nursing home good samaritan nursing home watertown new york we had a ministry there on sunday afternoons after preaching in the morning after lunch and i remember there was this one lady in there whenever i'd show up she'd give me two thumbs up and smile and said god's been so good to me allowing you to be here and boy you'd go there you'd be depressed you'd roll an egg in the morning message you'd feel like the whole world hated you someone would come up to you and tell you you're no good invariably that happens at church you know and she'd look at you and say, God's been so good to me to let you come. I'd leave there mm-hmm. twice as good as I got there. I always got more when I went out there and said, hey, I'm going to serve God. We love you, folks. Come see us at Camp Joy, Wisconsin, September 11 through 15. Get out there. We'd love to see you. May God bless you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to our broadcast. At Help for Wounded Spirits, we believe the Bible and place great importance on you having a personal relationship with your Lord and Savior. The Bible delivers a clear and simple message of salvation, outlining how you can begin your personal relationship now. First, recognize that you are a sinner, as all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, understand that there is a cost to our sin, as the wages of sin is death. Third, realize that Jesus alone paid that price. To receive salvation, simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart that He alone can save you, and He will. If we can help you with your salvation or to direct you to a local church, please do not hesitate to contact us. For additional helpful resources, including our new TV series, more information, or to donate and support this crucial ministry, please visit us at WoundedSpirits.com. May God bless you.